This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you like more information about today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. One of my favorite movies is Back to the Future. Whenever I watch it, my imagination begins to wonder what I would have said to myself if I could jump into a scientifically enhanced DeLorean and immediately go back 30 years. Some of what I would say to myself is common sense. Don't worry about fitting in. Pay more attention in chemistry class. That sort of thing. But I also give myself plenty of financial advice. We all have made some financial mistakes along the way. And you know what? That's perfectly normal. But as I think about Back to the Future and time machines, it occurs to me that for many of us, our kids and grandkids are something of a time machine. But thankfully, we don't have to go 88 miles per hour to visit them and give them the kind of financial advice you wish someone had given you when you were younger. You know, I've often thought about some of the choices I made when I was younger, financial and otherwise, and cringe. Obviously, outside of books and movies, time travel is still impossible. But the notion that our kids and grandkids are time machines is really interesting. While Marty McFly was able to travel through time and see himself and his parents, we can see ourselves in our kids and grandkids. At the offset, I think there is something you should be keenly aware of if you decide to share your financial lessons with your kids and grandkids, and that's share it all. Share your wins and your losses, and definitely share your mistakes. Nothing can ease the sting of a financial past mistake, like making sure someone you care about doesn't make the same mistake. A recent Money Talks news article, Eight Money Lessons You Must Teach Your Grandchildren, has some extremely useful guidance. Before we get rolling, let me say that the article mentions grandchildren a lot, but all of this advice applies just as well if you are a parent of a teenager or 20-something. The first piece of advice you should share with the young people in your life is that debt is like a pair of handcuffs. If you lose your job or require medical care your insurance doesn't cover, those debt handcuffs are going to make it even harder to successfully navigate through that situation. When you're wearing debt handcuffs, someone else has the key that you need to get them off. The longer it takes for you to pay off the debt, 
the more interest charges mount. And that means the key to your dead handcuffs is getting harder and harder to reach. If one of your favorite young people is struggling with debt, you may want to urge them to come up with a bold action plan immediately. In Back to the Future, Money McFly turned to Doc Brown for advice and wisdom. So, if you know a young person who is struggling with debt, you may want to also encourage them to work with a financial services professional who can serve as their personal financial Doc Brown. The next financial lesson you should give to a young person is that there is real power in living below your means. Buy a reliable car, not the flashiest car. Live with roommates until you have enough saved for a down payment on your own place. Most importantly, remind them that a promotion or a raise shouldn't automatically be an excuse to spend more on their lifestyle. The next valuable lesson you may be able to give and share with a young person in your life is to pay themselves first. Urge them to generously contribute to their 401k or IRA. Also, explain how automating savings can help them avoid spending too much out of their paycheck. When a chunk of your paycheck is automatically funneled into your chosen retirement savings tools, you budget with what ends up in your debit account. You know, this means you aren't budgeting with money that you need for retirement. The article's next great tip is one that really connects powerfully with me, and it is, don't allow yourself and your money to get caught up in the latest fads. Sometimes the flavor of the month can leave a very bitter aftertaste. Tell young people in your life that the fatter their paycheck gets, the easier it is to get caught up in expensive cars, big houses, and designer clothes. But to what end? Is that money better served in a new car today or a potentially happier retirement tomorrow? I think all of us know the answer to that question. But make sure the young people you care for know the lesson at 25 rather than 45. Their financial lives are going to be much easier if they learn that early. I'll also add that it's critical to make sure that the young people in our lives understand that easy access to credit and credit cards isn't the same as real wealth. Those of us of a certain age certainly have already realized this lesson, and that means that real wealth comes with a solid financial strategy, disciplined spending, maximizing earnings, and prioritizing security over flash. I think the next critical piece of advice, save aggressively, ties in very nicely with the concept of real wealth. Young people need only remember that by focusing strongly on savings while they're early in their careers, they will be able to make and save a lot of money overall. Saving money is a long-term play and even if you begin by socking away a fairly modest chunk of change, it can potentially have major benefits down the road. Ultimately, money that's saved today 
could potentially benefit from compound interest and market upticks. Beyond hammering away on the idea of saving money, it's critical to make sure the young folk that we care about also set reasonable financial goals. Help them avoid goals that are too broad, like buying a house, saving for retirement, or paying their bills. Let's use buying a house as an example. Push the young person you're dealing with to get specific. What kind of house do you think you'd like? New construction or classic Victorian? Would they want to live in the city, the suburbs, or the middle of nowhere? Do they want to utilize a large down payment to limit the size of their monthly mortgage payment? Getting specific presents goals that are clear and achievable. Now, the next tip, don't believe everything you hear about money is another place you may be able to use a lot of your own personal experience. Young people, whether today in 2021 or back in 1921 or even 1821, are influenced by popular culture. It's part of being young. But you should remind them not to put too much stock in pop culture. The get-rich-quick schemes, designer clothes, glitzy cars, and can't-miss stocks that are celebrated in movies can skew reality for some young people. Instead, urge your kids and grandkids to read the finance and money section of trustworthy news sites, gift them copies of financial planning ebooks, and again, share everything and anything you've learned along the way. Movies and pop culture are all about fun and escapism, but when it comes to finances, it's important to stick to reality. I'm afraid that this is my way of telling you that Doc Brown's time machine is unlikely to become a reality. However, you may want to get a second opinion from your friendly neighborhood inventor. Finally, when it comes to helping your beloved young people find their financial way at a young age, you should also encourage them to set their own financial limits. Credit card companies, for example, are only too eager to tell them how much that they can spend, but are they the best source? Encourage your young people to build the budget and then block out all the noise and stick to it. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retiredpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we've discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Genwright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. 
Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.